You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski. Hey everybody, this is Susan Sims. And I am Nicholas Veslowski. We are your hosts for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. And as editor and publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, we know travel. We sure do, and it's been a long time since we've been reporting for Travel Tales for Pet Life Radio, and it's all your fault, Nicholas. Long, long, long time. I thought it was your fault. It's your fault. You're the one that moved. Well, I, yeah, but I don't think that was it. I think the reason why is because every time we did this show, you talked over me. <laughs> well, <clears throat> that probably is true. However, I'm going to do my best not to. I'm going to do my best not to do it this time. So you left Idaho for a beautiful, sunny Idaho for a rainy, dreary Seattle. I know, but it's not as rainy and dreary as it sounds. <laughs> I, I just talked to you the other day, and you said it was pouring down rain. Then I oh, talked yeah, to you the true. day before that, and you said it's raining. So, oh, yeah, I mean, what? True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so. it, no, it does rain a lot. I mean, it gets its... Um, all its grunge look and the clouds and all that for a reason but you know the green makes up for it that's what i tell everybody because it's dreary it's cloudy it's damp but when the sun comes out it is like a different world i mean everything sparkles with life um the green makes up for it. even when it's cloudy the green is just there's so much life coming out of it so that's something that tosh and i have been soaking up yeah, well, you have to say that because, I mean, you basically committed to living there. But I guess I guess you would think every when the sun comes out, it's beautiful because you're so used to cloudy days. You probably have six cloudy days out of seven. Well, that's not that bad, Ma. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For people that don't know, if I ever say mom, it's because this is actually the mother-son duo. Um, I'm not calling to my mom in the kitchen to get me food. Although, I remember doing that growing up. You were pretty... Yeah. You were a good mom. I waited, I waited on your hand and foot. <laughs> so whoever you marry, whoever you marry, they'll have a lot to live up to. Yeah, I've I've gotten used to waiting on myself nowadays. I'm doing okay up in Seattle. I know, the, la- the last time you came to visit us in Idaho, you actually, I think, put a piece of toast in the toaster all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a second. I see... <laughs> No, I was thrilled. I didn't even say anything. I was so I was so thrilled. Uh, I, you know I what's even... funny is that okay, so you trained me to do that at a young age, and I forget who I was talking to, but I was visiting, you know, my brother, uh, your son, um, you know, Scott, and sitting on uh, the couch, and I don't know, maybe it's just instilled at a very young age, but I strategically wait until someone gets up, and then I hand him my empty <laughs> plate. They <laughs> take it to the. Oh, or something like that, but I'm getting better, you know. So yeah, um, I would hope starts so. with what toast. Are you, what are you, 32? Uh, 31, ma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, let's get back to the business. 
business of traveling. So now oh, that you're sorry. in Seattle, what what uh, is that just like easier for you to get on the plane and go places or something? Yeah, actually, um, it's really convenient. There's um, quite a bit to do in Seattle. Um, the thing that Tosh and I are really enjoying is the hiking and getting out, you know, in the fresh air. And I mean, even when it's damp, the funny thing is, you know, you talk about the rain. And I just remember when I first put my umbrella up when it was sprinkling, I actually saw people laughing at me. And I figured, <laughs> I said, what's going on? Why are people laughing at me? But it's because it rains so much that you basically just get used to it. In fact, uh, a lot of people don't. I mean, if it's pouring down rain, that's one thing. And But if it's just casual rain, then you don't use an umbrella. So we've been hiking in the rain. We've done that. But um, yeah, we actually, it's very convenient to leave from Seattle to go anywhere and review places. Well, I was going to say, you're, you know, after all, you are a Southern California boy. And you, you can't take that out of no matter where you determine you're going to live next. Because in Southern California, those that are listening, we, we always had the umbrellas ready to go to get out of the car and go to the store into the store even though it was going to take 10 seconds we always had that umbrella up and before we got out of the car the umbrella was up so I can see it's probably still something that's innate for for those of us that come from Southern California but what are, what are the places that you just went to and came back I'm so jealous because I actually been there a couple of years back uh, but you got to go to this awesome resort in Montana yeah, this is a beautiful, beautiful resort. It's called the Pause Up Resort in Green Enough, Montana. And I have to tell you... Did you, you know, wait, did, wait, did you say Green Enough? I did. <laughs> <laughs> is that the right way to say it? Am I, I saying it wrong? I don't know. You're going to have to ask our guest when she comes on, but I don't think it's called Green Enough. I think it's called Greeno. Green Owl. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Green Enough, though. Yeah, Okay. All right. So anyway. <laughs> I don't, well, okay. So anyways, we flew into uh, Missoula. And one of the things that you always do, I think, when you travel is you, you kind of gauge, you know, where you're going. And, and leaving Seattle, it's I think anything is, I don't want to say anything's better because Seattle is absolutely beautiful. But when you're leaving the gray and you come into beautiful, open blue skies like Montana, you're immediately relaxed um, and you just, I mean, you just soak it up. And the funny thing is, is um, I normally wouldn't say this, but actually coming into the airport is very relaxing. I mean, normally when you go to the airport, you think, oh, I got to, you know, stress out even you know, coming home, back home. But it's so slow. <laughs> there's like, three, there's three people to an airline. And when I mean three people to the airline, those are the same three people that are checking you in at the front counter when you're going to board a plane. They're the same people that are at the gate when you load um, onto the plane. They're the same people that taxi the plane in and out. And they're the same people that do the luggage. So you <laughs> Wait, well, does one of them fly the plane too? Uh, no, I think they, you know, someone has to stay on board most of the time. But <laughs> See, this is what Mark is listening. He's the one that's controlling this. I think we need a mute button for you. No, no. I'm just trying to be engaged in the conversation that you're having. So anyway... <laughs> So, so tell me, what, how did Tasha do? She's that old pro at flying anyway. Oh, yeah, she does fine. Um, you know, she always uh, cries a little bit, but she does good. I mean, I don't, it's funny, I, like I see her go away and I, it's almost like I have to turn away because I know that if I make contact with her, eye contact, or if I'm around the crate, she's going to bark like crazy. So she's fine when I don't see the crate anymore. And then when I, <laughs> when I see it. <laughs> 
the minute I you know, let her out, she's good to go. So there's no, she doesn't have any adverse effects to flying. Well, that's good. We're getting ready to fly Junior for the first time, but that's another show. So um, anyway, this place that you went, uh, Green Enough, Montana, that, res- <laughs> <laughs> that resort, yeah, it's so beautiful. But they had a special uh, weekend planned. And uh, tell me about that one because I didn't. we didn't get that treatment when we went. I know this is their their first annual event. It was the Wine and Bitch uh, Weekend, and um, that was. Mm, I don't know if you can say that on the show. I think it's okay because they just mean dog, but <laughs> but so we went to the Wine and Bitch Weekend, and that I mean just the way they have it set up is very well done, and you have such a free flow of bringing your dog anywhere. I mean the the resort is called Paws Up, so immediately you're thinking okay. They love dogs, and every single home has a dog statue next to it. And they do have uh, leash laws or leash requirements or regulations, rules, but they're very loosely enforced. And with this type of weekend, with so many dogs, um, everybody kind of knew how to handle an environment with dogs. So there were many times that we found ourselves uh, with all dogs off leash. In fact, one of the events was a, a cocktail reception at the equestrian center. Well, where everybody was inside like a rodeo booth and outside was uh, an agility show and a training demonstration. Well, the inside, well, we're inside the booth. It's like probably about 1,500 square feet. Uh, very nice uh, decor. There's people with dogs off leash. There's wine. There's hors d'oeuvres. And everybody just kind of um, went right into this mode of calmness and the dogs picked up on that. So it was very cute to see Tasha. She would come up to me, wag her tail, and she would go off and flirt with you know other dogs and other people. And then she'd come back <laughs> up to me and smile. And, and everybody just really knew kind of how to um, create you know that type of environment for the dogs and people. How many people were at that weekend? Um, well, when we bring Tracy on in a little bit, she, I think she'll have a number. But um, I think there was probably about 15 people or so. And just as many dogs, if not more. Wow. Well, I mean, one gal don't... had three dogs. Well, oh, you were telling me about that. And this is this was the first uh, uh, Wine and Bitch weekend, but this gal actually had been going to the resort uh, a few times with her dogs. Doesn't she bring the three dogs every time she goes? Oh, yeah, every single time. I mean, I think this is her, yeah, this is about her third time. Hey, maybe we should take a break, and then when we come back, we can bring on Tracy, and we'll, we can ask her a bunch of questions. Yeah, I'm, she's ready. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking to Tracy Marduk from Paws Up. So sit, stay. We'll be right back with more travel tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention, passengers! Please fasten your seat belts, put your seat backs and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. 
So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back. This is Nicholas Ozlowski and Susan Sims for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Before the break, we were talking about my latest Montana adventure with my beautiful black lab, Tasha. And on the line right now, we have Tracy Mardock from the Paws Up Resort. Hey, Tracy. Welcome to Travel Tales. Hello. Thank you so much for hosting me. I'm glad to be here. Hi, yeah. Tracy. Hi. How Hello. are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, before oh. we get started, my primary question is I have to know how little Tasha is doing. Oh, she's doing great. She was so exhausted after that weekend. She, <laughs> well, good. Please pass along an ear tickle and a tummy scratch for me. She sounds like she was the hit of the party. She was. There were many, many dogs that became fast friends, and we loved them all. She, But she really is special. She's a really sweet dog. I think uh, Nicholas really lucked out when he found her. I agree. You know, um, I was at, I was lucky enough to get to go to the resort at Paz Up a couple of years back, and I was so jealous I didn't get to go uh, back this time. But, you know, words really cannot describe how beautiful this place is. I agree. Are you planning to come back this coming spring for our Wine and Bitch event? I, I am planning. So do, can we both come, or is it just my turn? <laughs> I'll let you two battle that out. <laughs> oh, my turn. Okay, sounds like it's my turn. <laughs> Wait, I thought it, I thought it was mine. Remember we talked about, No, remember we talked about how cold and rainy and dreary Seattle is? <laughs> I'm going to need to get out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess we can arm wrestle over that. Well, oh, you know, okay, Tracy, I got a really quick question. We had a little discussion about the name of the location that Pause Up is in. What town is Pause Up located? We are located in Greeno, Montana. Oh. <laughs> In the, we're in the Blackfoot Valley. <laughs> I thought it was green enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is really beautiful. So, yeah, if you could just tell us a little bit more about the correct name, I guess, on where the Paws Up is located, a little bit more about the resort. Yes. Well, we are located um, east of Missoula. Um, we're about 35 miles east or so in the Blackfoot River Valley. And we, um, the actual town that we're in is called Greeno. And we're situated right on the Blackfoot River. There's actually 10 miles of that river that flow through the property. And we're famous in that regard um, because of the movie A River Runs Through It, um, which oh, okay. Robert Rudford directed and Brad Pitt starred in. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, movie. the Norman McLean book. Favorite, favorite, one of my favorite movies. 
Yeah, it's it's great. It's one of our amenities that we have in all of our homes, as we know so many of our guests enjoy that and uh, being able to make that connection when they get here. Yeah, you know, speaking of the homes, I got to say, those are probably some of the most beautiful cabin homes that I've seen. And I know Nadine just, it's her own touch, but there's, um, I mean, how do they maintain that kind of casual elegance in the in the mountain setting? Is it all, uh, Nadine and Dave are the owners, correct? Yes, they are. Uh, the Lipsons are the owners. And I have to give that credit to Nadine. She is very actively involved in um, specially appointing, hand appointing all of the homes um, mm-hmm. and, and selecting the decor and furnishings and things of that nature. So she's very heavily involved and that's very much her baby. Oh, very cool. And then how did the name come about, the Pause Up Resort name? Well, it actually was named after, um, the Lipsons came up with that name, after a dog that they had who would always give a jovial greeting upon their return where he would kind of sit on his haunches with his paws up in the air. And mm-hmm. um, one night over cocktails, that was a topic of discussion, and everybody agreed that it was very cute and clever, and so it just stuck. Well, very cool. <laughs> I enjoyed the food. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We have a phenomenal chef, who um, Chef Wes Koffel, who incorporates, um, you know, the freshest ingredients and is always trying to use locally grown, you know, produce kind of as our staple here and um, always practices sustainability within the food items as much as possible. And, yeah, we're very proud of him. And the accommodations are one item or one element that guests rave about and the food and the activities are the other. Yeah, well, the food was probably um, right away caught my attention. It, could you walk us uh, through? I mean, that, I had such a great night when we first, you know, we checked in and then uh, we went to our rooms, but then you had the cocktail reception and then everybody just came to the front and all the dogs and people were mingling. Yes, you- I, I call that the mutt, the mutt mix and mingle. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was our opening night reception, so certainly everybody was very anxious and very excited to be here. And um, we held it in our Lewis and Clark reception barn, and we had um, wines, which were featured with the Mutt Lynch um, winery, mm-hmm. and really nice hors d'oeuvres. And we invited all the guests, and they all got to bring their dogs along. Um, And so everybody got to meet and greet, and all the dogs got to meet each other. And I would have to say, based on the number of dogs we had in such a small space, that it went very, very well. It was just little Dory the Corgi that... (laughs) that had an issue, but she got over it very quickly and and became fast friends with everyone very soon. Yes. Um, And then um, from there, all the dogs um, went off to doggy daycare, Mm -hmm. which was the supervised dog play and dog movies that they got to enjoy. And that's when all the guests went over to Pomp for the the fine dining experience, which I have to say the creativity with the food elements was definitely some of my favorite highlights of that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a very, I was very surprised. And um, I had the vegetarian fair um, where it was still on the, I think it was about like a five course meal. And they just, the timing was great. The the food would come, the conversation. We had some really neat and interesting uh, guests there. Can you run down some of the, the special guests that we had at that event? We had really special about the weekend is that we were able to incorporate um, the Lynches who own Mutt Lynch Winery. And what's super fun about them is that all of their wines have a, a dog theme. And so we featured them with our welcome reception and at the different meals. And certainly many guests are, are drawn just to be able to spend one-on-one time with the vintners. And they were great hosts and loved the event as well. 
And we also had Kevin Salem, who's known as the dog prodigy. He was in from California, and he offered guests everything from training techniques, you know, one-on-one doggy demonstrations. And so um, the guests, I think, with the time that they got to spend with him, um, took home some bits and pieces that they can apply to um, their pooches once they get back home. And he's definitely planning to return next year as well. Oh, good. Yeah, I spoke with him probably for about 10 or 20 minutes, and I've already started to work on some of the things we talked about. And I wasn't aware of this before, but yes, my little princess dog, Tasha, does test me as far as the (laughs) obedience. And uh, Kevin made me well aware of it. So that was... That I don't believe real- it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Tasha's back home and she's in training. Well, I suspect yeah. that many of the dogs went home and had maybe had a, a couple of new rules or two when they returned. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, we would hope so. I mean, they actually, you know, what's funny is they the dogs, uh, they like to get stimulated, you know, as far as not only training, but, you know, tricks and things like that. They just, they want their mind active. And I, I think that, um, especially after talking with Kevin, it felt like we or at least I didn't do that enough where, um, you know, I know that Tasha, cause she looks at me and she just follows me around cause she's bored. You know, she wants to oh. do something. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta stimulate her I mind. I would take so it personally. She... <laughs> <laughs> I will. She starts to bite my leg. You have a year to work on it. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Well, can you, um, also, you know, what was really fun was that the second night, um, you know, I, I have to tell all the listeners, I had such a great time with the, the trek that we did during the day, I did the geocaching. Um, yeah, the dog-themed geocache hike, right? That was a big hit. I was very happy because Tasha was off-leash and bounding everywhere. And if you can kind of walk our listeners through it, but they set up like little uh, treasure chests all over the place, right? Yeah, it's essentially, geocaching is essentially a high-tech treasure hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. where you use a GPS system or a global positioning system uh, to locate um, the treasures, which are also called caches. And mm-hmm. in the caches, we had stashed doggy-themed treats or dog treats. So um, the guide, along with the guest, would go from cache to cache. And um, once they would find the cache, then all the dogs would be rewarded with um, a dog treat down by the river. So, And I would say nearly all the guests that were here with their dogs participated in that activity and it was a beautiful um sunshiny day and everyone just loved it yeah yeah that was really neat now if you can walk through um for my mom the saturday night where we were there that was something very special um to have the dogs with us right well what we arranged was a, a special event at our equestrian center and it started out with a, um, a cocktail and hors d'oeuvre social, again, featuring all the wines from uh, Mutt Lynch Winery. And we had a, a local gal from Missoula who has dogs that she trains in, um, like rally obedience, agility, in, and also freestyle which is um, apparently oh. all the rage now. It's the doggy partner yeah. dancing. Um, yeah. And so she did, she gave us um, a demonstration on, on those elements. And then she also um, had a friend with her who trains um, hunting dogs. And so her friend um, who has a kennel, a Spretzazura kennel down in Missoula, they also did a demonstration for us. Um, And then once that completed, all the guests went over to our tack room, which is really one of our premier um, spaces at the resort. We often use it for um, maybe a small wedding reception dinner or a family reunion dinner, something along those lines. And it's an actual tack room um, that's converted into a very elegant dining space. And all the guests were treated there to a doggy-friendly 
um, gourmet buffet that Chef Wes put together that was absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. All the food items had dog theme names, and it was very fun and whimsical and delicious. And I think people really loved essentially, essentially having this fine dining experience with their pooches. Yeah, no, it was really neat to have Tasha right by my feet. Well, I don't know if she was so much by my feet as everybody else's feet, hoping that they <laughs> let something drop because she knows that I don't. Yeah, and <laughs> but, I forgot to mention one of the highlights, which is like, to, to me, well, is is just really stands out about how fun the weekend was. Is remember we had the um, the Western photo booth where all the guests could go in and bring their dogs, and we had it set up with hay bales and a steer head and and the ropes and things, and um, guests could get pictures taken with um, cowboy hats on and their dogs wearing cowboy hats. I know Nicholas, Aww. there's some really good ones of you and Tasha in there. Yeah, <laughs> well, I no, I see those. I haven't well, seen those. Um, it was really cute. I actually, Ma, I tried to put Tasha in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, there's I mean, some great photos. Yeah, it was it was fun. And I, you know, what's funny is at first I was thinking, okay, I kind of want Tasha to play around with other dogs and and put her in the um in one of the stalls, but she would have none of it. So, but it was much better to have her next to me while we ate. It was such yeah, a everybody neat was very well behaved. All the dogs were very well behaved, and mm-hmm. they were good guests to have along at the at the dinner <laughs> yeah i was i was telling um susan earlier it it was just such a neat environment um, when we were doing the cocktail reception while we were watching the show out in the rodeo arena where mm-hmm. it was it was almost like everybody just followed the same type of behavior and the dogs really felt that and they, it was like a calm presence throughout the entire room and nobody misbehaved all the dogs got along there wasn't barking it was just mm-hmm. a really friendly environment and they knew that they were um you know that they were special guests and everybody <laughs> everybody participated well and behaved well yeah i was it's also happy that, that i was that happy that the like, people hey, behaved well too what? <laughs> you can't Wait, have a turn i was this is what we talked about before mark when okay so mark's listening in the booth are we need a mute button so that if i want to say something i can mute my mom <laughs> Oh. Entire time. I was just going to say, it sounded like a Caesar Milan moment because he's always talking about that, that calm submissive, that, and, and that the dogs pick that up from their pet guardians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. The whole, and uh, we also had um, fun. We took a, a group, an all group photo with all the attendees and all the dogs in it. So um, it was just a, a really, a really great night. Yeah, well, Tosh and I are definitely looking forward to next year. If, unless, well, Mom, you can go. You should experience it. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. and, and we're already in the planning stages for next year, and it's, of course, going to be bigger and better. Um, we have the date set. It'll be the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th of April. And it'll generally have the same kind of outline to the weekend with the welcome reception and chef's dinner in Pomp. But we're going to add um, some of the feedback we received was more doggy-themed activities. So Mm -hmm. Saturday, we're going to offer things like the horse-drawn wagon ride with your dog, the Blackfoot float with your dog as long as um, Mm -hmm. guests bring along their little life jacket for the pooch. Also, the guided hike or the geocache hike will be dog-friendly, and also the mountain bike tour. And um, we're going to have everybody end up at our remote picnic site that's right along the Blackfoot, so everybody can enjoy a nice picnic lunch after they've gone on their activity. Wow, that and, sounds really neat. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll just be a really nice addition to an already great program. 
And then um, that night, we're going to change up the equestrian center a bit, too, and make that a little more um, interactive and participatory, and that we're going to have a mix and mingle, as I like to call it, along with the doggy competition. So we're going to have um, a competition for dogs to obtain points based on tricks that they know and agility. There'll also be a doggy fashion show where dogs um, will be asked to bring along their favorite costume um, so we can have a, a judged fashion show. Show, and then they'll be judging on that again. And then we'll have uh, an, a grand prize winner for that event. Of course, we'll wow. have the Western Doggy theme. And we're going to invite a few more vendors this time. We had um, this past event, we had Go Fetch, which is a, a premier pet store in Missoula, come up and host a booth. But I think, um, again, some of the feedback was that guests would have liked to have seen a little more. So we're going to work on inviting some um, interesting folks to come up and participate in that event as well. And then everyone will go to the dog-themed dinner and get to bring their dogs along. I've changed my mind. Mom, you cannot go. I am going. <laughs> A big surprise. I guess the arm wrestle competition is on. Yeah. So what kind of... I know that you're probably keeping it secret, but does Tasha have a favorite costume that she prances around in at home? The the only <laughs> I'm thinking tutu. I don't know why I'm thinking pink sequence tutu, but <laughs> the only thing that I've ever been able to get Tasha into is a pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a whole year to condition her. I will. We will practice the catwalk as much as she probably doesn't like the sound of it. Yeah, but so we think, I mean, certainly this event was great and everybody loved the, the demonstration, but we thought it would be more fun. And we're also certainly expecting more guests, so we thought uh, something more interactive with all those folks and all the dogs would be, would be fun, too. So we thought we'd give that a try this time. Yeah, no, that sounds very good. And, you know, um, before we let you go, Tracy, I wanted to ask you, now, one of the things that I can't brave enough about is that refined elegance that Nadine has just put throughout the resort with the style of each cabin. But there's also something special that you guys do when the weather is just right. Late last summer, we opened up our our new camp that's called River Camp. And this is right along the shore of the Blackfoot River. Literally, it's a stone's throw away. And it's also a cluster of six luxury tents. Um, a little different is that we have a couple of tents at River Camp that can accommodate families. Um, for example, it's a tent suite, so there's room for mom and dad on one side of the tent, and then there's a tent fly, and on the other side, um, there's two twin beds. And again, it's right along the river. It also offers its own um, dining pavilion with a camp cook who prepares breakfast and dinner, and lunches are taken either at the main part of the resort or on an activity. And this one, um, what really makes it special is that it's, again, just steps away from the Blackfoot, and I frankly couldn't think of anything prettier. It's absolutely glorious, and there's tents there that have, you know, decks that are right out on the river, and so it's lots of privacy and, again, a very intimate group um, because it can do families. They can take, you know, maybe 16 people, but both tents or both um, River Camp and Tent City are very special on their own and just offer a little bit different experience. It is what they refer to as glamping, kind of mm. our kind of the buzzword um which is um glamorous camping it's uh the wilderness served on the silver platter well it's, and it's very phenomenal yeah it's very nice and i think there's uh, your website does a very good job as far as showing pictures and if you want to tell people on how they can get more info on the pause up resort 
That'd be great. Yes, they can either go to our website, which is www.pawsup.com, and there's information there on all of our different types of accommodations. And again, we start at a two-bedroom home up to a three-bedroom estate. And then we also have um, Tent City and River Camp. So certainly there's lots of good information there. Um, They can check rates and availability online. Um, You can review all of our activities, which would be anything from, you know, fly fishing, sporting clays, horseback riding, ATVing. We run the gamut. We're a family-friendly resort. We offer many, many many activities um, geared towards children or geared towards families. Or they can call our 800 number, which will direct them to reservations, and that number is 1-800-473-0601. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tracy. And I'm not sure who you're going to see next year, if it's going to be <laughs> me or Susan, but you'll definitely be hearing from me. So. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'll look forward to it. It was really a pleasure having you, and I know that many of our guests enjoyed chatting with you about your life and how it um, encompasses uh, the world of dogs as well. So it was really fun having you. We're, it was a pleasure for us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was it was such a joy to be amongst people that just really love their dogs. So not only through the people that attended the event, but also the staff there at Paws Up, I mean, really felt like a special visit. So Tosh and I were very happy. So thank you very much. You're welcome. And we'll look forward to seeing you next year. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Bye, Tracy. Bye. Well, that was really fun. And uh, I know we're going to have a story in the Fido Friendly Magazine July-August issue. So uh, listeners would like to see some of these beautiful photos and, and learn a little bit more about the Pause Up Resort, be sure to pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine. Yeah, you know, this resort is actually huge. I mean, it's 37,000 acres. So with all of that room, they have so many activities. They have a lot of room for you just to expand. So you actually get the luxury of having your own cabin on this huge acreage of land that you can share with people, but you actually can go off and do your own thing because of of how much area that they do have. The fun part is actually how you get around from place to place. Actually, I think they've even upgraded that. When we went there, we had golf carts. Uh, every home had their own golf cart. So you could jump on that to go to have you know your luxury dining experience. They also, uh, one of the things that I was going to interject before, but you wouldn't let me, was about their uh, pugs, which is the Paws Up General Store. And they have a little pug that walks around the store. And, it's, and it has everything you want. If you want to buy memorabilia, um, that kind of a thing. It, it really was nice. Wait, what do you mean I wouldn't let you? Well, you said you were going to mute me if I was talking over you. Oh, I wouldn't really ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the resort is so fun. And you, everybody has their own electric cart. And I have a, a very fun city boy story to tell real quick is that so you have these <laughs> everybody has the their own cart um, it's almost like your little car and you've got these little go-kart you know paths that you can go on and Tasha's in the the front seat with me looking out so you know we're a really good pair this this guy and this black dog in the in the right passenger seat and after the Saturday night event which was really fun I said you know what it is such a beautiful night and it the resort is really far away from light pollution or anything like that. So you can see a really clear sky with lots of stars. And so I'm driving my little doom buggy, you know, and I've got my little lights on and I'm going down this road quite a bit 
and uh, I, I want to get as far away from the resort as I can and get out into the middle of nowhere so I can look up and see the stars. So I get out to the point, and I, I have my flashlight with me, and I have Tasha on leash, and so she's so dark I can't see her at night. I have to keep her you know, on leash, otherwise she's, I wouldn't be able to find her. Um, black on black. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm looking up, and I... And it's really peaceful, really beautiful. But then all of a sudden, just the fact that I'm out in the middle of nowhere and there's the chance of, you know, bears, bears and mountains. Bears. Yeah. Yeah. And it just starts to creep in. So I'm looking straight up and look at the stars and I'd hear a little twig. And all of a sudden I, I'd look down, I'd turn my flashlight on and I'd scan the area and Tasha's like <laughs> on full alert. And we're all just like, okay, what's that? And then nothing. And so then I'd look up again and then five minutes later and then it gets to the point where you just freak yourself out. But that yeah. was fun. And being able to drive the cart out there was really neat. Yeah, that place is really something. And I think she touched upon there's all kinds of activities. I mean, they've got river rafting. You can horseback ride. You know, hiking is certainly is there. And there's a lot. There's just a ton of things to do with your dog. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that um, actually was really neat is we also got uh, Tasha massage. They had a little doggy masseuse there. So we came in and it was great. The gal, Laura, was really nice and um, took care of Tasha. And Tasha was a little wound up, so... I don't know if she got into the mental relaxation part of it, but, you know, the environment was nice. <laughs> yeah, that was the, we, we didn't get to do that when we were there, but I saw some great pictures. I think online there's some pictures and then uh, the July-August issue will, uh, Fighter Friendly has pictures of the dog in a tent with a, getting the massage. So it's, it's priceless. It's going to be a really neat review. That was, that was a fun one to write. Well, we better uh, take a break so we can come back and talk about our our, uh, adoption drive that we're going to do. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the life-saving tour of Get Your Licks on Route 66. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. No, it's true. I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option 
can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Spezlowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. We have got some very exciting news to tell our listeners. This wait, is, be, wait yes? before we get into that, before we get into that, I just have to tell you that you know that I really don't want to mute you. <laughs> okay. I would never do that. Yeah, well, no, I know not everybody knows what a big jokester you are. <laughs> and, and more importantly, you, I wouldn't allow it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. In case there was any doubt on who ruled the roost at Fido Friendly, it is me. Hey, yeah, um, right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, you got to turn your your iChat on. I'm sending you notes, and you're not getting them. I uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, well, no. I for wanna... in case I have questions or something like that, and somebody's in talking, you have to turn that on. That's our only secret way of communicating. Mark, I don't think we're supposed to be recording, and he keeps talking. Well, don't go to Mark. It's okay. We can record this. It's fine. <laughs> People need to know how the system works. <laughs> Actually, I did have that turned on. I thought you turned me off. Oh, no. I would never do that. Just like I would never mute you. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, let's talk about Route 66. Okay. Because we're running out of time. And so I, I want to make sure that we have enough time to talk about this. This is this is in a joint <laughs> venture with North Shore Animal League America, the largest no-kill... A shelter in the world and Fido Friendly Magazine, along with sponsors Purina, Bissell, La Quinta. Who else? Three M. Three M. Yeah, those are the those guys are very innovative. The you know Scotch tape, sticky notes, those guys. Yep, those guys. They're sponsoring this month long tour, and we're going to kick this off June sixth in Los Angeles, where Route sixty six begins. We have a thirty six foot bus, which North Shore Animal League is having wrapped with our special logo, Get Your Licks on Route 66. And this is a, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's a rescue bus inside where it's air conditioned. They have about 40 kennels in there so they can transport animals from all the partner shelters along the route and will be at high visibility Walmart uh, locations so that uh, with a lot of advanced publicity and um, newspaper advertising, we will be able to have people come and adopt and uh, get their forever pet. Yeah, this is, I, I'm very happy that we're able to do this. North Shore is such a great, you know, animal shelter. They're the largest no-kill animal shelter in the world. And they've been doing these tours for a little while. And we were just fortunate enough to uh, partner up with them. I know you had the idea to do this. And then as far as going cross-country with the adoption tour, and then this is exactly what they do. So normally, you know, their tours are called Tour for Life. And with this one, with our partner setup, um, we're, it's called Get Your Licks on Route 66. And 
We're just going to, I think it's 12 cities, you said, right? It's 12 cities. And I forgot uh, one of our other um, sponsors is Toyota. They're actually going to loan myself and my husband and our dog, Junior, a Toyota Venza. So if any listeners have seen what the Toyota Venza looks like from uh, watching ads or going by the dealer, we're going to be using a Toyota Venza. And it has all these wonderful uh, pet amenities uh, that we're going to be able to use, like seat belts and uh dog, you know, seat covers, that kind of a thing, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So La Quinta is going to house us and the bus drivers uh, as we go from city to city, and we're going to end up in Chicago, but then Bissell, uh, because they're so much fun, they want to have a wrap party at their uh, Grand Rapids headquarters, so we're, we'll probably do that around uh, July 2nd or so. So it's going to be a long tour, and I, I hope we get to save a lot of lives, so uh, anybody, if they want to follow us, uh, they can go online to get your licks dot org uh, to see where we're at but like I said we're going to launch June 6 with a kickoff in uh, Los Angeles and uh, we have 12 cities that we're going to stop at and uh, hopefully get a lot of people out there to adopt dogs and cats what's special about the tour who's the poster boy oh well that's funny that you asked but we adopted <laughs> Junior we adopted Junior about two months ago from our local shelter he's a black lab mix and uh, he was about two months old when we got him just sitting in there just kind of hanging out. We walked by and just fell in love with him. And uh, so he's the official poster pup. Uh, and he'll, he's got a big monster picture on the bus. So everyone will get a chance, <laughs> chance to see that. And um, we are also going to take pictures of uh, the new adopted dogs at all the stops. Everyone that wants to have their picture taken, we're going to take a picture. And then at the end of the tour, we're going to pick one dog to be on the cover of Fido Friendly Magazine. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. We're going to get a lot of good profiles. <laughs> I think yeah, a lot I think of so. there. Well, there's a lot of good dogs at shelters. I mean, if you look at our May and June uh, issue with Catherine Irby, she she has her dog Lila on the cover, and that dog is gorgeous. And that's the dog that she adopted from a shelter. And you know, one of the questions in the interview when I asked her, I said, because I always thought about this. You know, of course. You know, you think about the plight of dogs, you know, the mixed breeds and the, and the even the pure breeds, but all the dogs in the shelters and you wonder how you can help. But then you also think about the shelter environment and it really is not like that. These shelters take care of the dogs and also it really helps just to get those dogs out of there, out of the shelter. So if anybody is looking for a dog, um, this is a great way to find the next family pet is to go out and adopt. Yeah, absolutely. My husband uh, coined a phrase. It's a new phrase we're going to start using. It's make your house a home, adopt a pet today. Oh, that's very that nice. Good? I like Isn't that good? I like, I like yeah. it. Give him a high five for me. I will. I like it a lot. <laughs> but um, anyway, that's pretty much it. I think uh, that I think that's the, the main uh, thing we want to leave with everybody today is uh, even if you don't catch us on the tour, you know, uh, if if you're looking that for that forever pet, you know, visit your local shelter and uh, change a life. Yeah, that sounds really good. Well, this has been a great welcome back show, I think. Don't you agree, Susan? I agree, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me once again. And um, I think we're going to wrap it up today. But for all you listeners, be sure to keep track of the bus tour by going to www.getyourlicks.org. Exactly. And if you would like to find out uh, more about any of today's topics or just about traveling with Fido, you can go online to FidoFriendly.com to subscribe or stop in your local borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and in June we will be in Costco. So pick up your copy of Fido Friendly today and we would love to hear from you with questions comments. So feel free to email us at PetLife Radio. And until next time, safe travels.
Kozlowski for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Fedlowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.